הרי מי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדרכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן עולם מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה נענח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו רוי סלאמן שבעזרת השם זאת התורה שייך לפסוקים אלו This Torah is applicable to these verses that we're going to bring right now. Tov Hashem Rakol Berachamav Kol Zanasav. It says in Tehidim that Hashem is good to all and His mercy exists upon all His works. Tov Hashem Rakol. Hashem is good to all. Zebchinat Tfilah Shemamim Ba'Hashem Shakadosh Baruch Hu Tov Lakol. En Lefuah En Lefanasah En Echol Advarim. This idea of Hashem is good to all. This represents prayer. Now, what is prayer? That you believe in Hashem. That Hashem is good to all. Whether it's for refuah, healing, whether it's for panasah, livelihood, any single thing, Hashem is good to everyone. He gives them what they need. And when you believe so that Hashem is good to all, then it's certain that your main efforts, your main toiling is going to be after God. You're not going to, to run after or chase after strategies or many different types of plots or strategies. We're going to see what this means. Because the one who doesn't believe in Hashem, one needs to make efforts after many strategies or, or sort of um, logical ideas. Rabbi Nun brings a parable. When one needs a healing, one needs to, to go effort and find the right medicines and grasses. And sometimes those grasses in which he needs, those herbs in which he needs for his healing, aren't found in his country. And the grasses that are found in his country are not good for his illness. But Hashem is good to all the, the, the sicknesses in order to heal them. And Hashem is found all the time. You can find God anywhere. And it says, who is like Hashem, our God? At bechol korenu alav, like all who are able to call to Him. And through this aspect of prayer, because prayer is this ultimate, ultimate um, advice in order to receive whatever you need. Because if you don't have real belief in Hashem, then you have to go through this logical sort of step of, and processes. To, to find whatever you need logically. If you need a healing, then you need to go to this doctor, this, that. But you, when you really believe in Hashem, then you believe that Hashem can do anything that you, that you so desire. Hashem is above all these sorts of takhburot uh, Rabbeinu brings down. So this is what tefillah is. And this is what Rabbeinu says, And through tefillah, one merit universal peace. And this is what it says, And His mercy is upon all His works. Meaning what? That Hashem has mercy and it, He draws down that mercy upon all His creations. And all the, His creations will have mercy upon one another. One upon His friend, etc. There's going to be peace between one another. As it is in Yishaya, in the prophecies about um, the time of Mashiach, the wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will live with the kid. A small uh, goat. They shall not, they shall not harm, nor, nor they shall destroy. This idea that everyone will be able to live peacefully 
upon us and then we have rachamim upon one another. And now there's peace between everyone. And this is what it says. Anyone who has mercy upon the create on another creation, they have mercy upon him from heaven. Heaven has mercy upon him. He shall give you mercy. Um, and have mercy upon you. Meaning the fact that you give mercy, now mercy is upon you. And then afterwards, after this verse that we were just mentioning, in Teinim, in Ashre, this Teinim of 145, and now says it begins to explain how one merits prayer. Because through Shalom Bayit, peace in one's house, one is able to have peace in his bones. Ben Gufo Ben Kanan. And what's the idea of being having peace in your bones? That there's peace. There's no fighting between your body and your soul. This is what it says. All your works will praise you. What's your works? This is the aspect of Asiya. Asiya, the world of Asiya. But Asiya means action. Which represents the body because the body does all the action. And your your kindnesses will bless you. Or and your righteous ones will bless you. What's this idea? Your righteous ones represent the soul. The one who is beneficent to his own soul is a man of chesed. The one who's kind is beneficent to his own soul. So we see here this idea that kindness and the soul are one aspect. Your, your righteous ones, the chesed, ish chesed, which is the nefesh, will bless you. So we see here this peace between the goof and the nefesh. And now that we just mentioned this, afterward the verse then begins to explain how one attains shalom. Now through ascending and elevating the kavod of Hashem to its source and fear. And what's the source and fear? It's called gvurot. Can we know gvura and yir'ar, one idea. And chesed, uh, and avar, one idea, all the stuff. But yir'ah is also called gvurot. And this is what it says, kevod marchut the honor of your kingship they, will, they shall speak about. That your honor now is being revealed and it's being ascended up to its source. This what it says. And your gvura, which is what we just said, yira, yira, shall speak of your strength. Gvura represents yira, as the chachamim say. On this verse, God, that God does it that they should fear Him. God makes it that, that they should fear Him. And what is this? This is referencing thunder. This is what it says, and your thunderous strength. Who shall understand it? So we see here, from lesson 12 up until this point, this is all the language of Rabenu. Now, Rabbi Natan and Rabenu are going to add some awesome things we're going to see. But this is the idea that we just talked about. It's summing up everything that we just uh, mentioned in the beginning of the lesson. Now we're going to incorporate a new idea. This is the mitzvah. This is the aspect of accomplishing the mitzvah of the candle of Chanukah. And we know the mitzvah of the Chanukiah is to light the is to light the, the menorah or light the, the Chanukiah, 
the candles of Hanukkah next to the entrance of the house. Because lighting candles represents what? The illumination of honor. We talked about this. Because honor represents light, like a candle which illuminates. As we said, the earth shall illuminate from his, glo- from his honor, his glory. So we see that honor is able to illuminate. So we see this represents the aspect of lighting a candle. And this is why the, it's a mitzvah to light next to the entrance of the house. What's the entrance of the house? This represents the supernal entrance. What's the supernal entrance? This is fear. As it says, <coughs> in the Zohar Chadash, I believe, Parashat and in the Haktama of the Zohar, etc., etc., this represents fear. The supernal entrance is fear. And what did we just mention? This is all the idea of fear, which is the source of kavod. This means to return kavod to the which is fear. And when does honor ascend up to its source? Whenever one brings those who are far in shuva and he makes ba'alei shuva and converts. This is the essence of this is the essential honor of God. This is why the time of lighting the candles of Hanukkah, which we just mentioned and we just proved, is the illumination of the honor of Hashem. It's at the time where the stars go out until literally the, the feet are done walking inside the marketplace. When every single foot has left the marketplace, this is the time where one can walk. Basically from the time where the stars come out till the um, beginning of light time, which is like dawn. Etc. The time where the stars go out, why is it that this is the time frame? Let's see why the, the time the stars go out, what this has to do, the significance behind this. This is the aspect of the one who's able to make righteous like stars. He makes the righteous, he makes many righteous like stars. What's this idea? To make many the righteous like stars? That this person who's able to bring others close to the service of Hashem, what he does is he's able to make many righteous. And he makes converts and he makes people come close and return to Hashem. Through this he illuminates the honor of Hashem and he returns it back to its source. Which is fear. And through this you merit peace. And then Argument, strife is completely nullified. And this is what it says. Now let's understand this. Until the foot leaves the marketplace. Because what's the marketplace? The marketplace is the place where all the evil forces exist. It's the public area. As we know in the Priyat Chaim Sot Chanukah, in the writings of the Ari Kadosh, he writes this that in um, the, the marketplace is this idea. Of um, where the chitzonim, the evil forces exist. Regel is b'chinat niagan mafid aluf hanan. And what's regel? Um, feet is the aspect of niagan mafid aluf. The whisper is able to sep- he separates close friends. This is the foot. So we see here the shuk is this where the place where the chitzonim exists, and the regel is this aspect of one who separates close friends, doesn't bring them together. There's machloket, meaning he's a master of lashon hara, speaking gossip and speaking badly about someone else, and strife. That he goes and umeraglin, he snoops around. He spies. This is why it's called regel. Is like lashon hara because he's like the meraglin. He snoops around. He spies. He speaks badly against. 
Why? In order to illuminate the honor and to return it back to its source in fear until what? One merits peace. And he's able to nullify and destroy this concept of the one who's able to, the one who, the whisperer separates close friends. When he destroys this concept, this is the idea. So this is why we let it close to the, the doorway. Which is what Pitra Ila'a, which is Ira, the, the entrance of the doorway, which is the, the supernal entrance, which is fear. And um, this is the why the timing is from Yetzetakochavim until Achetich Regen Minashuk. So this is the significance Rabbanu explains. What Achetich Regen Minashuk? So that Regel, the, the foot from the, the marketplace, shall be finished off. What did that mean? That all those people who speak Lashonara and gossip shall be nullified. That they slander with their tongues. And they what? They speak, and so that peace shall be increased in the world. And through peace, one merits prayer. And with prayer, one merits the universal peace, which is peace in all the worlds. And one merits peace. Universal peace. Then what? All business will be taken away. All this transaction, these dealings will be taken away. Because the only reason why business or transactions or giving and taking exists in the world, bartering trade, all this stuff, is because there's a lack of peace. Because it's impossible that the, the desire of the one who's selling an object and the one who's acquiring it has an equal, um, are equal. Meaning one has his, his motive, the other one has his other motive. They aren't on the same page. Because one wants to sell, one wants to, to buy. And if their wills were exactly on the same page, if they were equal, it wouldn't be possible that there would be any business or transaction. Meaning each and every person has their own thing in their own mind, their own benefits, whatever it is. But the second there's peace in the world, then all this business is nullified. So Rabbanu proves through this that all business dealings, all trade, is only because machloket exists in the world, only strife. The root of all this is through strife. That there's no peace between one's will and another person's will, etc. That there was strife between the shepherders of the flock of Avraham and the shepherders of the flock of Lot. And then, what did it say? The Aknani, the Kenani were in the land. We're then in the land. Kenani, Bechnat Socher. So, what's the idea of Aknani al It seems a little weird there. Kenani, Bechnat Socher. What's Kenani? Represents Socher, a trader, a merchant. Rashi explained on the Pasuk in Hosea. Meaning, through Machloket, strife, and Riv, and argument. Bechnat Riv, it says there was an argument, meaning there was strife between the shepherds of Lot and the shepherds of, of Abraham, etc. And then it says the Knani were in the land, meaning trade comes through this aspect of Riv, argument. 
So Kenani, which represents socher trading, merchant merchandise, etc., business, only comes through this vaihiriv, through this idea of there was strife. Ali Kenani Adbarat, through strife, then the Kenani were in the land that it Through strife, then what happens? Trade and merchant and uh, and uh, all this trading and all this business is in the world. Then there will be a, in the world, in the time to come, when there's going to be wondrous peace in the world. And it says the wolf shall live with the lamb, the uh, the leopard with the little kid, the gdi, the little goat. Then all business will be nullified. And it says there will no longer be any knani. What's Rabban was saying? This is the same idea until the foot is finished off from the marketplace, meaning the mitzvah to light the Chanukah should, should be until the time where the regal leaves the shuk, meaning what? Where there's shalom in the world. Which is made through what? Whenever the kavod of Hashem comes back to Hashem, is returned to to um, to And all business will be nullified. Meaning this idea, until the foot leaves the marketplace, so that there shall be no regel in the shuk, that there shall be no foot um, in the marketplace, because all business will be nullified through peace. According to the honor that one uh, honors those who fear God, one can tell how much he brought up the honor of Hashem to its source. about earlier that any time that one that the honor of Hashem is in exile, each and every person according to his aspect, according to his level, the same is true of how much he's he's disgraced the honor, the fear of God. Meaning as the amount that the kavod is in galut, each and every person can tell according to his aspect how much he's disgraced. The fear of Hashem. And every person, according to how much he's repaired the honor of Hashem, he's able to, to honor those who fear God. And through this, meaning honoring those, the honor that one gives um, to those who fear God, this is how much, this is, which Rabbeinu explains, this is returning the kavod back to the source, to fear. Through this one merits peace. Kavod elatev has brought up there um, above. Uh, and this is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara Shabbat. One who, nullify, one who disgraces the Tamit Chacham, who embarrasses the Tamit Chacham, who doesn't give him proper honor, there's no healing to his sickness. Because the one who, who disgraces the Tamit Chacham and he, he vilifies those who fear God, what does he do? He blemishes the honor of Hashem. And he doesn't return it back to its source in fear. And then there's no peace. This is why there's no healing to his 
because all sickness has come through the aspect of strife. Rabbeinu is explaining something huge. Why is there sickness within a person's body? Because all sickness comes through machloket, argument, that there's no peace within one's bones. And the elements that exist within a person are overcoming one another. Meaning the elements of fire, water, air, earth, whatever, whatever it is. Um, are all trying to overcome one another. There's no peace between them. And they're not engaging in proper peace, in proper balance. And through this comes sickness. As is known in the Sharek Tusha, Shar Aleph, and in the, I believe also in the Zohar. And this is why when one disgraces a Tamid Chacham, a Torah scholar, and he blemishes in the honor of Hashem, this is why there is no refuah healing to his sickness. Because the essence of healing comes through peace. As it said in Yeshaya, Shalom, shalom, peace, peace, la rachok, to the one who's far, ve la karov, and to the one who's close. Amar Hashem said, Hashem, ufativ, and I will heal him. Meaning, Hashem says, I will heal him. And at the beginning of the verse, there's this inyan of peace, peace. So peace and peace comes through this inyan. Meaning, healing comes through this inyan of shalom, peace. Kam be'etam echadat orahana, nizkira benuzal ma'amara, botanu zechon racha, en maspidin bechanuka. So now, Rabbi Natanat. At the time where Rabbenu said this Torah, Rabbeinu also mentioned the saying of the Chachamim in the Gemara Shabbat. There's no eulogies on Chanukah. But Rabbi Nathan says, I don't remember what he explained about it. Rabbi Nathan says, and it appears to my lowly knowledge, my, my, poor, my, my poor knowledge, because what's eulogy? It's in order to repair, to rectify the passing away of this honor. That has the honor of uh, Hashem has been almost blemished through the passing away of this tzaddik. Because why this tzaddik used to make righteous the many? Meaning what? He used to bring those who were far away, and when he brought those who were far away, he brought the honor of Hashem greater. He made it ascend up to its fear. He brought it out of the galut. But now the tzaddik passed away. Then his chelik also has also passed away, and his ability to bring those who are far has almost lessened so the honor of Hashem has lessened as well and what did he say earlier that right making righteous the many bringing those who are far inside the circle um, inside the settlement is the idea of this is the essential illumination of God's honor this is what the Chachamim say in Sanhedrin Memvav Amudbet Hespeda Yulogiz Yekara Dechayo Yekara Dechayo is it to honor the living or to honor the dead? And this is what in the, this is the question of Gemara Sanhedrin. And this is why in Chanukah, Rabbeinu and Rabbi Natan are explaining. There's no, um, what do you call it? There's no eulogies. Because through the light of Chanukah, the Chanukiah, through the candles of Chanukah, one's, the honor of Hashem is illuminated so we don't need the aspect of Hesped to bring honor um, to this, to, to raise the honor of Hashem and to repair the honor of Hashem because it's already being repaired through the Sinyan of Ne'er Chanukah. Le'el, 
applicable to that which is above. Before kavod, before honor is humility. Because through humility one merits the honor. Because through because the essential way to bring up the honor of Hashem is through converts and through um, bringing back people b'tshuva. And this one merit through Torah uh, Chesed, the Torah of kindness, which is what sharing the Torah to others, to study the Torah, to bring it to others, to help others. And to merit the Torah, it's impossible to merit except by means of humility. And so the result of all of this is, it's impossible to merit the holy honor of God except by means of humility because what did we just say? Before honor comes humility. The principle of the entire idea is this. There's five things. To return the honor, to fear, that's the first. Fear to the heart, to return fear to the heart. That's the second. Um, universal peace. Specific peace, that means peace within one's bones, one's house. That's the fourth one. And the fifth one is And to return those people in tshuva. As it says, if one will take out the precious from the vial, and Rabbeinu explains that this idea of taking out the precious from the vial, meaning from the, from the disgrace of this galut, taking out those who are far within the, the dirt of this world, within the tawot of this world, to bring them up and to help them find Hashem. Rabbeinu explains this is a rectification for keri, um, nocturnal omission, as their letters are the same. Because yakar mizolel, imtoti yakar mizolel, if one will take out the precious from the vial, yakar, the precious, is the same word as keri. Mix them around, you get the word keri, which is um, basically um, when seed is wasted, God forbid, which is blemishing the covenant. So Rabbeinu explains that a tikkun for blemishing the covenant is to bring those who are back, those who are far from God, closer to Hashem. So Bezat Hashem, we have the merit to do so and apply all that Rabbeinu says in this Torah, this awesome Torah. Amen.